What is up? DGAFers. In this episode, we are actually going to go through the personal development books that we used to live by and read and preach to our clients that actually had taken us out of alignment with our own intuition and also worked against our female hormone cycle. Yeah. And we're really going to talk about just kind of the awakenings that we've had and why this, this idea of hustle culture, which we define in the episode, why that is really causing so much harm, so much anxiety and overwhelm and burnout and just resentment. Yes, definitely. We also touch base on our last and final cycle seeking for beginners workshop that we are offering in the month of October. It is October 16th, 2021 is when we are going to be offering our last session. It will start at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are wanting to learn to live in alignment with your female hormone cycle, learn more about that, then go ahead and click the link in our show notes and register. Yeah. So stay tuned. I feel like if you... If you have ever been involved in the personal development world where you're reading books, listening to podcasts, I feel like this episode, obviously you're in the person that was dumb because you're listening to our podcast. Right. So So you're in the the realm. You're in the realm. Okay, great. We've established that. (laughs) This is for you. This is 100%. You have to listen to this episode. Yes. We also talk a little bit about something that's so near and dear to our hearts that we're so excited about. And we're going to be giving way more details here in the upcoming future about our group coaching program, where we're going to be helping women get in sync with their intuition. We have a lot more details coming. So stay tuned for future episodes. Yeah, but it's basically, we're going to help you break ties with diet culture and hustle culture. And so many magical ways that we're going to help you do that. Ah, it's so good. All right. We'll tell you more later. Okay. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realize that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good. The bad. The The ugly. And everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA-effer. Like, don't give a bleep or get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, But really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA-effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change. Or you're a DGA-effer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the ladder if you're not already there. We wanted to record this episode today because for the longest time, we thought personal development books were the gospel. Like the end all be all. It would fix every problem. Every problem we ever had and we just needed to make sure we were reading as many as we could and never give ourselves a break and following every rule and every step and everything because and this is interesting because personal development is viewed as this this is awesome this is really helping you you know it's the self-help like improve yourself but where we can get stuck is when it's ingrained in what we call hustle culture Mm -hmm. So we're going to read the Google definition of hustle culture. 
Hustle culture is a lifestyle that teaches people that overworking is the only way to earn respect, whether it be from others or yourself. So that's straight off Google. And it's really, to me, um, it's affected me in my life where it's like you become this never ending self-improvement project. And we're not saying that goal setting is bad. No. Like it's good to have goals and it's good to like work toward what, what you believe in and what you love and what you want to do. But when it's starting to cause you stress and anxiety and burnout and overwhelm, that's when you have to like really peel back the layers and look at what's going on. Yeah. So to give you a little background story on us and how personal development got ingrained in our lives. And I don't really call what I'm reading now personal development because um, I still read books. <laughs> We're not sitting here and say, don't ever read anything with that's going to help you with anything. Like, that's not what no. we're saying. But we're a little more careful with what we do decide to consume. And we really want to make sure it's aligning with our purpose, our values, and how we want to live our life. Um, but I want to give you a background story here. So if you're new here, you might not know this. But if you're not new here, you do know this. We used to be beach body coaches. And one of the, what did they call them? What were the... Um, Oh, remember they had like the five fucking steps or oh. something. What did they call those? Oh, we I had like remember. our daily activity tracker. But it wasn't that. It, wasn't. it was like, oh, God damn it. I don't remember. Anyways, they had like this philosophy is what I'm going to say. They called it something. And I can't remember. That's how far removed we are from this company. Thank the Lord. But basically it was like read personal development every fucking day of your life was one of them. And it was like 10 workout every day, 10 minutes a day of personal development or 10 pages or 10 pages. Mm -hmm. And it was like, work out every morning, drink your Shakeology, post it on Instagram, invite some, remember all those things that they Mm -hmm. used to tell us to do. Okay. So they had a name and I forget. Okay. Maybe it'll come to us later, but anyways, so personal development was one of those. And for the longest time, so I was like addicted. So I would read every book that our upline would suggest in our team page. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is MLM verbiage. Um, I would literally read all of them. Mm -hmm. And if I wasn't reading one, I would feel really guilty and really bad because I'm not, you know, working the business. I'm not improving myself. I'm not doing all of this. Well, yeah. And it's interesting because it's like, I felt anxious because I wasn't doing that stuff. But like, in reality, my routine was making me anxious, right? Like having to do that every single day was causing me anxiety. And then it caused me more anxiety because I felt like a piece of crap when I didn't do it. Right. And also, I never really um, like would question any books, I would just read whatever somebody told me to read. And we're actually we have a whole list of some of the personal development books that we had read in the past that we literally followed and preached about. And we actually have a podcast episode. It's episode 73. If you want to listen to it, please just make sure that was our old way of doing things. And we don't believe in that anymore. Well, and but I think it's cool because Lauren, Lauren earlier was like, God, we should delete that one. But I'm like, we can't. I don't want to delete old old things because I I think it's really cool for you to come on and listen to us now and listen to us then because you're seeing the growth that we've made. Yes. I mean, that's that's what life is. It's continuously growing. It's continuously changing. Like all of the things we used to do were stepping stones to get us to this point. Definitely. And three years from now, 
we're going to be very different than we are right now. And that's the goal. Yeah, that is the goal. We're going to be evolving and in, into a better version. Um, I don't even like, I, I don't like better. Version. I don't even like that. That's that honestly is the personal development. That is hustle culture crap into coming. a, just a new version. Cause I'm going to be in a new version of my life. Right. And it's okay to change. And I actually should adopt and change, adapt, 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 adapt and change. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so that episode, we talk about our favorite personal development books. Mm-hmm. And most of the books on that list are the books we're going to be identifying today as books that threw us completely out of alignment with our intuition. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very interesting. Um, so let's get in. So let's explain why we have this list of books and give some more background on why they throw us out of our intuition. Okay. All I right. Guess. So let's talk about that. So one of the things that we have really started doing is syncing our lives with our menstrual cycles. And if you're new here, this might be totally new. So we'll just give you the brief updated version on this. If you're not, if you've heard us talk about cycle syncing, then this all fits. Yeah. Um, but basically when you are paying attention to the four phases of your cycle, your your hormones are changing throughout the month so there's like times when you're gonna have a ton of energy there's times when you're not gonna have a ton of energy and this hustle culture it it guides everyone to follow this same 24-hour clock where it's like you wake up and you have energy like you have the most energy you'll have all day and then by afternoon your energy is at the mid-level and when you go to bed it's at the lowest level and that's really based on the male hormone cycle and that's what hustle culture is. It's like getting everybody to fit into this man's world and get out of sync with what your body is telling you and what feels good. And and when you have energy and when you don't, when you need to rest, it makes you feel guilty for resting instead of allowing yourself to lean into it. I was gonna say hustle culture doesn't value rest. Rest equals weak um, in the hustle culture world. And what hustle culture is not saying is that rest is actually a part of like building anything or being anything or doing anything like you have to rest yeah and we actually have an awesome episode coming next week um with our our friend she's a subconscious healer and inner child wound expert she's like oh amazing amazing um so stay tuned for that it's coming next week but she talks about the differences between masculine and feminine energy and one of the things that she says that i just it spoke straight to my soul was in the masculine realm, they have, they do good to feel good. So it's always like do, do, do. And that makes them feel good. Whereas in the feminine realm, it's like, we have to feel good so that we can show up and do good. Mm -hmm. And that means getting in touch with our bodies and, and stop forcing things that don't feel good. Yes. So when you're, you know, you're a woman and you, need to feel good before you do good hustle culture is going to work against that hustle culture wants you to keep grinding 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 do 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 and it's trying to convince you that the more that you do the better you're going to feel and the interesting part is when we read through these book titles and kind of explain what they're about and why they threw us out of alignment a lot of the authors are men mm-hmm. i think maybe all, all of, of them all that of we're going to be listing today and all of these books are what the MLM Beachbody was like gung fucking ho mm-hmm. about us reading. Yeah. Yep. Which is super interesting. Because that is. company is hustle culture out the asshole. And diet culture out and the asshole. And diet culture. But 
yeah. And it's just interesting because it's like, well, wait a minute. Like some of this advice works for men. Yeah. Because their hormones are designed to do that. Yes. But when you're a female and, and you're having these ebbs and flows, it doesn't work to like, like quote unquote, stay consistent. But also even like for men, I feel like some of these books, yeah, they would work more with their, you know, their hormones, but some of the things that these books preach is just toxic, no matter what hormones you have. Yeah. I just think it's just asking way too much and very unrealistic and just not sustainable for any human being. I agree. Well, I think back over a long period of time. I think back to like even, I mean, at the core of our beach body days, I that was when I don't even know if she's still doing it, but Rachel Hollis, so mm-hmm. she, you know, author, speaker, like I adore We like worshiped her. her. Worshiped her at the time. Went to like bought tickets to the conferences, like the whole nine yards. And she was doing that like start today show with mm-hmm. with Dave, with her husband at the time. And they would get on Instagram live, Facebook live every single morning, every morning without fail every morning and talk for a while. And like, yeah. And it was always like sharing some positive, like, I don't know, honestly, I think it was a lot of toxic positivity, but like just helping people be like that self-improvement project all the time. But like now taking a step back from that and looking back at those days, it's like, there is no way that that felt good to her every day to have to do that. No, there's no way. She's like, I can't wait to get on live every morning, but I have to because I'm in hustle culture. And also I'm faking and making everyone believe that my life's perfect and that I'm amazing. And it's not, no, like it's just not realistic. And, and I think at that time, like she had kind of set that standard And that was what I felt like I had to do. Mm -hmm. I had to get on my Instagram every single day and be that bright light for other people. I couldn't let anybody down, which really led to a lot of anxiety. Definitely. A lot of guilt, a lot of shame. All right, let's get into the list of books that threw us out of alignment with our intuition and our female cycle. Yay, let's start with number one. The Miracle Morning by someone. What is his name? Hal Elrod, I think. It is, you're right. Yeah. Hal Elrod. Elrod. So, which is a male. Um, But that was the first book I read in terms of personal development. I remember I was on vacation and the whole system behind it is called Savers. So you're supposed to do these things every single day. Okay, so you wake up and you sit in silence. And then you read affirmations. Then you visualize where you want your life to be. Then you exercise. Then you read some kind of personal development. And then scribing is the last one. That's the S, which is writing. So journaling. So, and the whole book is about how doing those things every single day will like monumentally change your life. So I took that to the extreme because they're like, you know, you can spend one minute on everything a day. One minute of exercising at that time to me was like, pointless like Mm -hmm. because he's like do 10 jumping jacks and be done like i physically was like no i'm gonna spend 20 minutes on each thing and so my morning routine that was like the start of my like collapse (laughs) because my morning routine would take me like three hours yeah to do all of those things sit in silence do affirmations visualize my life then i would do a workout program literally every single day like a 30 to 40 minute workout 
and then I'd read and then I'd journal. And then it was like, I had no time to like shower and get ready or do anything else. Right. And, and I was freaking tired most of the time. Right. And that was before you had a child. Right. Can you imagine doing that now with Maeve? Well, no. And that's what, that's why we wanted to talk about this because like, you know, things that you used to do in your life, like your life changes so much. You have different phases of your life. Like if I hadn't made this growth and I was still trying to force myself and doing the miracle morning every day with my 11 month old, I would be so miserable. Mm -hmm. Or you wouldn't be doing it and feeling really bad about yourself yeah. for not doing it. Yeah. Because this is a personal development book. This book is supposed to save you. This book's supposed to help you enhance your life. And it's like, well, I can't even do this. Not even that you can't. You probably definitely could. You don't fucking want to. Right. So what's wrong with me that I don't want to do this? I must be a really big piece of shit. Like, that's where my head goes. We actually just had a great conversation. We were on a call with... Um, it was like a consultation call for our actual group coaching program that's coming up. We'll be talking about that later. But we were talking to her about um, her morning and she said, you know, I was a bartender for a really long time. And so I work late and my body is like, I'm, I, I'm productive at night. Like I have a lot more energy at night and in the morning I just don't. And she's like, so when I wasn't bartending anymore, She's like, I wanted to get this morning routine because everyone talks about how a morning routine is so great. Blah, 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 blah. So she's like, I kept trying. I kept trying. I kept trying to get up. She's like, I would be dead and miserable and I would try to exercise. I would try to do these things. She's like, I thought something was so wrong with me. Like, why can't I get this morning routine down? And then the one day she said, I was laying in bed and she's like, my sons always come in in the morning and they lay in my bed and they snuggle with me. It's just like what we do every morning. And she's like, something clicked in my brain and was like, I don't want a morning routine. Like I love <laughs> this time with my son. Like that's what I want. I want to spend my morning snuggling with my boys and waking up with them and yeah. easing into my day. She's like, why did I feel like I needed to have this perfect morning routine? Well, that's diet and hustle culture telling you that you do need that. Mm -hmm. More so hustle culture, but diet culture also has that, that psychotic spin on it as well. Especially with workouts and meal prepping. Like yeah. Mm -hmm. So that really threw, Jenna, I never read that book, um, but I remember trying to mimic what you were doing. Well, and uh, I, yeah. And I remember like, I mean, we would recommend that to all of our clients. We would mm -hmm. share it in our Beachbody groups. We talk about it on Instagram. Like, I, I mean, it was like the Bible. Yep. You were obsessed with 12 week year. Let's talk about oh, yeah, that we're one. getting into our next book. Okay. So the next book that threw us out of alignment with our intuition was the 12 week year. And this is by Brian P. Morin. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so the 12 week year is basically this book that it's teaches. Absolutely hysterical. It's so Like bad. now that seeing it's just funny. It's so bad. Anyways. Um, the 12 week year, it basically is get more done in 12 weeks than others do in 12 months. So you're trying to take an entire year's worth of shit and shove it into 12 weeks. Yeah. And the whole book steps you through exactly how to do that. Yeah. So we, <laughs> when we were Beachbody coaching actually like started hosting our team calls with this. That, oh God, I remember that. Do you remember doing that? It led mm -hmm. our team calls and we were quote unquote, helping people to do this. And now it's like, I just want to like, ugh, like face palm, wake up because it's like, I'm so sorry that we did that. But at the time we felt like that was what was going to change your life. 
Well, you know, you think the more I can do in a short period of time, the more successful I will be. And that's actually a limiting belief or a belief that you have either developed as a child. Um, so maybe that's like what your family was like, you know, some the, kind of authority figure in your life. Yeah. Either family, teacher, coach, parent, somebody, they were like, in order to be successful, you have to bust your ass and be miserable and do as much shit as you possibly can. That is yeah. the only way you're going to be successful ever. There is no time for resting. There is no time for thinking about anything. For play. You do, there's no time for play. You have to just grind. Um, also, that could be conditioning from our the culture, mm -hmm. from hustle culture that could have uh, developed for you later in life. But what I learned from trying to go through this, because I tried, oh, I tried to do my year in 12 weeks, was number one, I felt dead. I was so exhausted and burnt out. I felt shame and guilt when I was tired. So I started to resent being tired and I would get angry at myself for being tired. Mm -hmm. You feel uh, weak when you're tired. Yeah, I would get really, really mad at myself when I wasn't following every rule to a T because I'm definitely a rule follower. So you give me a set of rules, I'm going to follow them with like, I don't care how awful they are. I'm which just going to follow them. Which is why she was so quote unquote good at dieting. Yeah. Because like, I followed the rules to a T and I wasn't breaking them. Yeah. Did the whole fitness competition, lost your period for six months because mm -hmm. you were a rule follower. Yeah. So basically uh -huh. this book caused me extreme burnout and yeah. story. Well, and going back to our cycles, like we said, your hormones rise and fall over the course of the month, right? So like when your hormones are at their lowest, your energy is at the lowest and that's normal. And for women, it's normal when we're on our periods to have very low energy. And when you continue to just force yourself into doing all the same things you would do on like the days when you do have energy, that's where this burnout and these feelings of like just resentment come mm -hmm. in. Definitely. All right, another book that threw us out of alignment was The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And the, the subheading is the only difference between success and failure. <laughs> like, really? Oh, is that it? Okay, oh, great. Perfect. Cool. Okay. He has a lot of subconscious wounds he needs to heal. Um, anyways, so this guy, guy, another male. Great. And then Beachbody is literally just all women, basically. If there's men, Beachbody coaches, I'm aware. But if you go to the summit, it's literally women. Yeah. So, so women, it's, it says the 10, the 10 X rule says that massive action mm -hmm. is the gateway to success. So basically what he wants you to do in order to achieve success is take one thing that you would do. Let's say we're, we'll talk business. One task that sales, is required sales calls, sales calls, or reaching out to people, following up with people, whatever he wants you to times that by 10. So like if you typically follow up with five clients, that's not good enough. You have to times that by 10. Every day. Every day. And so you do 50 every day. And that's the only way that's going to get you to success. And then I remember he gave this example. I was cracking up um, about Instagram. And he was like, so if you're used to posting like once every day, you need to post 10 times a day. I'm like, 
dude, are you okay? Like, that's insane. What? And he's just like, because the more you put yourself out there, the more exposure you get, the more people know about you. It's like, yeah, like the logic makes sense. Like, yeah, the more you're doing these things, the more that you're getting out there. But like, you are not considering anything else no. at all. Like, you're not like, hey, you're probably going to burn out and hate what you're doing and hate everything and stop doing it. Well, and also your content's going to be complete shit because you're 10xing it. And also people are going to want to kill you because you're like cold. You're not going to have enough time to ever get to know someone. Right. That what pissed me off the most was like, go message 5,000 people, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I can't build a relationship with 5,000 people. I'm going to not even know anybody. Right. That is like the worst advice in business <laughs> I've ever heard. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I actually like to know people mm -hmm. and really help them. I'm not out here to just treat people like a fucking number right right and that's what this book wants you to do Ugh! yep hate it all yep. right next book eat that frog who wrote this one it's a man brian tracy mm -hmm. it's a man all right so this i know we talked about this on our old podcast episode where we were like oh my god it's so great um it's not now and here's why so the concept is this one isn't as bad as the other one. It's not as bad. No. But the concept is you have to pretend that every single day you have to eat a frog. All mm -hmm. right. So the whole story is like, if you have to eat a live frog, it's going to not be a pleasant experience right. for anyone. Really? Yeah. And so the what you're going to do is you can either wait all day. You have to eat it by like midnight that night. So you can either wait and eat it at, at like, 11 55 p.m and just think about it all day and stress over it and like dread it and whatever or you wake up in the morning and you eat the frog and then it's off your brain and you don't have to worry about it again so you know rhetorically speaking rhetorically the right word here I don't ask me anything. all right anyway um the frog quote unquote is whatever task you're avoiding yeah so in your business whatever you're like oh man i really don't want to do that but i know it's going to move my business forward but i'm dreading it you have to do it first thing in the morning, every day. Ugh. Yeah. So why don't we like this advice? Well, again, it's like that whole, just be consistent, stay consistent. Like there's days that, that the things that you don't want to do, like there might be a reason you don't want to do them and they may not really fit into your life to do at that moment in time. Yeah. Well, I think of like the female hormone cycle, cycle syncing mm -hmm. that we've been talking about. You know, there's certain tasks that during my luteal phase, I 1000% don't want to do, but that's not because I just don't want to do them all the time. I just, that doesn't align with like my hormones and my energy levels. Right. So that doesn't make sense. Like in my luteal menstrual phase, I'm not very, I don't really want to communicate too much because I'm tired. My energy's low. So if I'm forced to go talk to a bunch of people first thing in the morning, um, that's not going to work out very well for me. No. And I shouldn't feel guilty for not wanting to do that because that's a task that I don't want to do because it's not aligning with uh -huh. my intuition and with my body and with my mind and with my spirit. It's not aligning at that time. And that is okay. Right. And I think that's, that's the big thing with all of these books that we wanted to point out is just they're, they're just reiterating this, bullshit that you're not good enough the way that you are that you mm -hmm. always have to be doing more you always have to be changing you always have to be like striving for that perfectionism that doesn't exist yeah and i also 
even like exercise for an example, you know, we were talking to someone in our DMS the other day and she was like, I need help. Like I used to work out every morning at like 5 15, but it's just not working for me anymore. I don't know why I haven't worked out in a while. I'm 38. I have two kids. I have a full-time job. And she's like, I just can't get myself to do it, but I feel like I should be doing it. And I'm like, but why do you feel like you should be doing it? Because, yeah, there might be times where working out in the morning feels more aligned and more appealing to you, but it might not be every day. But also you're in a completely different phase of your life now. You know, you're you're 38 when you were working out at 515. Like, how old were you? Mm-hmm. And also, did you have two kids mm-hmm. at that point? Mm-hmm. Like, we have to stop taking this hustle culture and diet culture, like their advice and taking it so literal and thinking that we need, we're robots and we just have to operate at the same frequency all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't like that book. Okay. Last book. Just listen to this title. Um, Thankfully, we've actually never read. Jonna has this book. I have it. And we just wanted to throw this in here because of the title. Insane Productivity for Lazy People. A Complete System for Becoming Incredibly Productive. It's also by a guy. Yeah. And on, on the cover, it has like, um, Oh, what are those called? Gears. Thank you. Gears. Like basically like get your ass into gear. Like it's going to make you this robot is what it makes me think of. Um, It's also written by a male. Mm -hmm. Um, And just the fact that it's saying like, if you don't work, you're lazy. If you're not insanely productive, you're a lazy, worthless piece of shit. I don't like the word lazy at all. I mean, I feel like we need to redefine lazy. Because if we want to use that word, it needs to be redefined. Because I personally don't think anyone is lazy in this world. I, you know, there, and some people might argue with me, yeah, this person I know doesn't work and just sits there and does nothing all day. Okay, well, they probably have mental health issues, so fuck off. Um, They're not lazy, okay? They probably have something going on in their life that is causing that. So please stop calling them, stop labeling people with words. But... Also, this irritates me because it's like it the person who's buying this book isn't quote unquote lazy at all. Well, and that's what <laughs> Yeah, because that's yeah, exactly. Because I bought that book thinking that what I was doing was lazy, but I was literally working my ass off at all seconds. I was of just the day. about to say that the people who are buying this book are people who are already grinding so hard and they, they literally think that they're lazy. And so now they're just going to keep grinding even harder. So we have no idea what his steps are in this book, but I can almost guarantee you that they do not align with your female hormone cycle. They do not allow you to be connected to your intuition. They're probably very all or nothing rules and steps. Um, that aren't going to work for you. But listen, listen to this though, even like in the description. All right. So this book is based on 10 years of research and experiments to find out exactly what can increase the productivity of an average lazy person several times. What? Like, what does that even mean? What are you talking about? Several times. Like they're, you're going to be like, it's kind of like the 10x rule. Like your, your productivity is going to be like three times what oh, it was great. like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So hopefully takeaways from this is it just is getting you to become aware of hustle culture and how it's showing up in your life and understanding that you don't have to be this 
this definition definition of a self-improvement project yeah and you know like we said earlier we're not against reading books we're not against wanting to you know help yourself like we're not that we are far from against that we literally have programs to help people so we're not against looking out for yourself to help yourself but when you are going to pick up a book and decide to read it you know make sure that it's aligning with who you are as a person but also if let's say you are reading it and it's starting to turn left like you're like oh this is getting a little too you know strict and rigid and it's feeling like something's off like i feel like this isn't really making sense to me or maybe you like start listening to it and you start doing it and it's not feeling right it's okay it's nothing to do with you like there's nothing wrong with you it has everything to do with it's just not aligning with you so like for example also you know, we've read the book In the Flow by Elisa Vitti because it's all about cycle syncing and we're really interested in that. So we were reading that, but there are some parts of her book that I did not agree with and that I'm really glad that I have been able to acknowledge diet and hustle culture and was able to dismiss parts uh -huh. of that book it's that actually, didn't align with me. Yeah. And that was actually the last episode we recorded. We talked yeah. a lot about that. So that's an example too. So definitely go out and read books. Definitely go out and, you know, Try to make yourself feel the best you possibly can, but just make sure that it's aligning with with your core values and where you are in life and don't take it too seriously. Yeah. I mean, you just have to make sure it's aligning. I love that. So if it's a speaking to you um, in terms of what we're talking about with cycle syncing, we actually do have one last chance for you to join us live. We're hosting a workshop on just really the basics of cycle syncing. So it's going to be October 16th, 2021, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, tickets are $16.50. We're going to go really in-depth um, into the different phases of your cycle and what that looks like in motherhood and work and relationships and workouts, all of that. And then we are introducing our coaching program that we have coming up in November. So we're really excited. It's really just going to help you break up with diet culture and hustle culture. Yeah. And really help you just get in tune with what feels good to you, your body, your soul, your spirit. Yeah. So we will link that in the show notes, but go check it out. Until next time.